This is the On Tour with Chris Lee podcast, episode 15. Today we have Mr. Todd Howard. Here comes Mr. Lee. 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 What is up, everybody? This is episode 15 of the On Tour with Chris Lee podcast. You're looking mighty beautiful today, Allison. Why, thanks. You like my Kiki Beret. A Kiki Beret? Yeah. Like a Drake Kiki? I don't know. Kiki, do you love me? Don't bring Drake into this. Just that, like <laughs> festive little like. How many times have we said that in our relationship? Don't, don't bring Drake don't into this. Don't bring Drake into Every this. Every Tuesday. Happy New Year. Yes, a happy new year to you all. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, 2021 is not showing any signs of being any better than 2020 based on everything we've seen in the news this no. past week. But on a very positive note, we here in Central Texas, let me preface by saying, because I know we have a lot of people up north, we have a lot of good friends up in Michigan, in New Jersey, Canada. The North Pole, Santa watches the podcast. <laughs> Tooth fairy everywhere. Yeah. So we never, ever get snow down here. Like you and I grew up north of here in Dallas, and we might get snow down there, like, or up there, like, once every three or four years, right? But it was ice. Right. Like, so we never get it so much so that I even looked into renting mm. a snow machine a few times for the children, just as a, here's some snow, play. Yeah. But, but we didn't. Yeah. But we got a full-fledged, and I didn't believe the hype coming up. Like weather was saying, oh, there's a chance of flurries and all this good stuff. And that turned into, oh, we're going to have possibly some accumulation. And then that turned into possibly, oh, we may have one to two inches. Like it was stupid at HEB on Saturday. Right. Like, And I was like, these people are ridiculous. We're <clears> going to get rain. Yeah, and that always happens. We grew up, or we didn't grow up. We grew up as adults in we Nashville, yeah. but we didn't any, grow up. Anytime there was a threat of snow or anything in Nashville, it was the same thing. And all the stores, the Kroger's up there, would sell out of beer, or they wouldn't sell out of beer, but they Firewood. would sell a lot of beer and toilet paper. Beer and toilet paper was the two most constant things that they would sell. Sounds like twenty twenty, <laughs> right? But. It, I've never understood the line of thinking. I guess you don't want to run out of either of those. No. But it is kind of a, a circle of you drink a lot of beer, you get the beer shits, you need the toilet Ew. paper. Uh, rinse and repeat. Gross. Right? So Okay. That was it's not science. It's not gross. It's gross. It's science. Don't drink. So anyway, we uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you tried being a tour manager in the middle of a pandemic. Try being a mother of four and not, not drinking. <laughs> I do. And I it can't sucks. imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> Anywho, so yes, so Sunday morning, Ryder and Cannon wake up and they said, is it snowing? And I'm like, I don't know, it's still dark outside. And so we look and I'm like looking at the radar and I said, guys, it's not time for it yet. Mm -hmm. So we watch the radar and by like eight o'clock, it's supposed to start slowly snowing. And I didn't even really believe it. So I went back to watch the Golden Girls in the big bed <laughs> and... Ryder comes in and he's like, it's snowing. And I was like, okay. And I'll be damned if those flurries weren't huge. Yeah. And it just 
kept on. And I don't care how old you are, there is that instinctual feeling as a child that you get, that giddiness mm-hmm. when you see that much snow. And I don't know who was more excited, the dogs, the children, or us. Yeah. But it was amazing. Yeah, it was crazy. It's, you know, I felt like years living in Nashville, we were, and I know this sounds stupid, but I was terrified of snow living there. And in Nashville, I had a regular job (laughs) where I had to drive to work. So I had no choice but to drive to work living up there. I had to drive through the snow and I was terrified of it. I was so scared I was going to slide into somebody or slide into a ditch and you'd never never hear from me again. It wasn't flat like it is here. Everything was hilly. But I became what I thought pretty good at driving in the snow because I had to mm-hmm. out of survival. So I was really excited at the thought of showing everybody around here how I could drive in the <laughs> snow, but I had absolutely nowhere to go. It fell on a Sunday, which is my rest day for Jim, and I'm not working. So I had, and we were stocked full of groceries because you made your Saturday run, and I'm not drinking right now. So I had Yay. nowhere. <laughs> I had nowhere to go. So I was kind of disappointed at that, but... Yeah, but you did walk up the hill, because you were... Or hill, up to the stop sign, or stoplight. Yeah, instead I showed people how I can walk in the snow. (laughs) They were so impressed. You did so well. It was amazing. But he was looking for a hill for the kids to go sledding, but damn Texas is flat as all get out, and there was nothing. But we had hella snowball fights. We did the ice bowl, yeah. made some uh, awesome snowmen, and the kids, I say it was very funny, said they built <laughs> a wall on the trampoline, a trump wall. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was funny. It, I don't find it funny I thought it was. All. It's okay. You don't have to. I think you're trying to brainwash our children, and I don't find it amusing at all. No. Nope. But... I don't. I tell you what, during the snowball fight, it was kind of like a, we tried to break it up in teams and everything. And you were on an opposite team and I had like Ryder on my team and I think Rain. But it quickly turned into everybody throws snow at daddy (laughs) fight, right? It did. And I think in snowball fights and when people are drinking, you really get to know what the true character of a person. You get to know their their underlying <laughs> feelings about you, and these kids were—I could see it in their eyes—they were so mad and mean as their little hands are bunching up these snowballs and throwing them at me, trying to hit me in the face. I don't think they were. I had one of the kids come up from behind while I was bending down to get a snowball, come up from behind and just wham, just <laughs> slap me with this. It wasn't even a snowball throw; it was a slap, like here. Here's some snow up your nose, Daddy. Oh, so children. I don't know what they have against me God or what resentment them. that they've been holding in. But it came out. But thank you for taking the higher road from our children and not, you know, resulting to that. I was that trying kind to of behavior. keep. I had just gotten my hair done the day before, so I was just trying to keep my hair dry. So I wasn't really into the whole smash. Oh yeah, yeah, that was really my where my visco wife. She looks so beautiful out there. <laughs> taking. She's not even on Instagram. Yet she's taking Instagram photos and selfies and everything. I, what does that mean? I took a picture with our our 
Bob, our boxing guy, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's I'm out there taking these beautiful girl. photos and her oh, her yes. hair, her wonderful, beautiful locks oh, are yes. flowing. And she's got oh. her cute little hat on and yes. she's taking pictures. No one to share them with because she refuses to get on social media. Because I don't give a shit what y'all think. But, but she's taking the pictures all the same. And I took it with meadow and rain. That's what I cared about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need anybody else to see them. I thought they were fun. So I thought that was a pretty good start to the new year. This is a strange, strange new year. And we've talked about doing this most years that we've been married together. But this year, we're making a conscious effort to put together vision boards. Mm -hmm. And I expect yours and mine are going to look similar in some ways because we have collective goals as a married couple. And yet they're going to look different in a lot of ways mm -hmm. because... We have our own personal little goals and our own ways of setting this stuff out and kind of mapping out our journey of what this is going to look like. Right. Very different. Like you are more like, let's do this to get to this. Whereas I am along the lines of thinking of the dream catcher board. Whereas I'm going to put it out into the universe and I'm going to will it to happen and then I'm going to put my plans in motion that way. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big believer in the universe and the energy that you put out. I know it's I sound like a fruitcake, but that's my belief. Whereas you like to see it like... I like, like to have a plan in place. I, and have I, a I plan. like to have everything in writing. Right now, my vision board has two things on there. Read the Bible, which I'm doing, and don't die. <laughs> So Thank I you. feel that's like if good. I can finish the Bible uh -huh. right now, I'm starting New Testament first because that's that's how I am. I go backwards. So I just finished Luke. I'm about to get into John. Um, that's what he's... Oh, that's a terrible Don't, time to use that joke. No. It's a terrible time. Whoa. Shame on Whoa. you for putting that in my head. That's a terrible oh, time wow. to use that joke. Golly. Thank God I'm not on the bus Ooh. right now because that is a bus joke. If I hadn't have said it, someone else had said it or your daughter. But anyway, that. it's a tough year to do any type of New Year's resolution vision board because there's so much uncertainty. We don't know what's going on. People are raging at the White House, which was crazy. I just, I don't know. It's hard to plan. This is, if there's any time to just turn it over and put it into God's hands, mm -hmm. this is the year, right? Well, and I, absolutely. I totally think... That's why my my mantra this year is instead of judging, that's less time I could be loving you. Oh. That is my my mantra for the year. Because I don't know anybody's situation. I don't know what they're going through. But instead, I can love and support you. So I think that's all we can do at this moment. Yeah. Because every moment is a, is a different time. Something else can come about. And we're all just kind of trying to, you know, ease our way through it as yeah. best we can. Because, you know, we don't know if next week the schools are going to go virtual. We don't know if, you know, you're going to get to go back out on the road. We just, there's a, so much uncertainty. So I think we can just be kind and stay focused. And that's the best we can do. Yeah. And pray. Well said. So we got a great episode for you guys today. The world famous or... It, I wouldn't say world famous. 
famous. The Beaumont, South Texas, Southeast <laughs> Texas famous Todd Howard, oh, our Todd. guitar player for the Granger Smith Band, is the Granger Smith Band. It needs a better name. You know, he's no come kidding. up with something. Is like, that really what it's called? It's not called anything. He hasn't given them a name. Come on, Grange. I'm, we're going to ask Todd about that. We need to put some wheels in motion and make that happen. The band needs a name. It's like Granger Smith and the Alcoholics or something like that. <laughs> Smoky Joes. Right, the Smoky Joes. Yeah, it, that's sad. They need yeah. an identity. So Todd is going to be on the podcast with us today. Let's give it up for Mr. Todd Howard. With no further ado, welcome to the On Tour with Chris Lee podcast, Mr. Todd Howard. How are you, sir? I'm doing Wait, awesome. You didn't get the applause. Woo! Yay! <laughs> Spirit sprinkles. Yeah. Take any applause you can get these days. I, I know will I, take, I would. I would even take it a last year, but definitely this year. I'll definitely take anything I can get. <laughs> Right. Sometimes I wake Lyric up in the middle of the shows, night. Though. Well, I am doing shows. I'm doing a whole bunch of, uh, I wouldn't call them, <laughs> you know, the big theater shows that we were doing, but uh, I do get to play guitar all the time. Yeah. It's awesome. I'll see you on, on your socials and uh, like, oh, well, Todd's doing a show tonight. That's cool. Need any help? You want me to come print some day sheets or uh, you want to do, a, are you going to do a meet and greet before the show, Todd? Can I help? Uh, right. Right. Please. But, that's good. Yeah, I need my uh, my warm towel and my uh, my day sheet to let me know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and beer. Maybe a vegetable tray. Maybe yeah. <laughs> tray. And tequila. And tequila. <laughs> well, man, it's good to see you again. I, yeah. I've uh, you know we got to do the Billy Bob show here recently, and that was a lot of fun and unexpected. But gosh, I sure do, uh, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you do too. I miss the camaraderie of. Uh, all of us guys being out on the road together and seeing new places and everything. So uh, it's really good to see that. Uh, I miss all that stuff. I miss, yeah, I miss all those things. I don't miss the uh, bus farts, <laughs> but uh, I miss us playing shows. No. Yeah, I miss us being together. I miss like when we're trying to have a really serious conversation that you just stop everybody and then tell this really long, drawn out joke. But at first sounds really serious. Right. It's like, I reel you in. Oh, my god! It's like, oh, he's got something really, really important to say. Mm -hmm. You know, plus it's the tour manager. He may have some kind of useful information he's about to provide us. And then I just take you down this long rabbit hole. That's how he parents. To nowhere. That's exactly how I think he's going to, like, you know, back me up. And it ends up being a joke. And I'm like, screw it. I mean, Mm -hmm. it sounds like our wedding night, actually. It's like this whole big build up. And I take you down this long road. And it's leading to something (laughs) wonderful. And then, no, it was just a big joke. In the end, right? Is that how it went? Hey, you keep bagging on our wedding. Todd knows. Suck it, dude. Todd, hey. I know. Oh, whatever. See, nice joke. I I get to leave him after a tour, but you're stuck with him all the time, Allison. So I applaud you. I'm just kidding. Yay for Allison. Yay, yay. So, what do you have going on? You have a lot going on right now because I talked to you earlier. Um, I just assume everyone in our camp is like me. And just makes funny videos, reads the Bible, and tries to be a dad. And that's it. And there's not mm-hmm. much else to do. But you like have a lot going on. I, you're like, well, you know, Chris, we got we to gotta schedule this. I'm like, schedule this? What do you have going on? And then you gave yeah. me this list of things you have going on. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I've been, uh, it's, I'm really shocked. So I started doing uh, lessons. Uh, let's see. Back in, De- uh, what was that, December or something, I put out that thing. I was like, anybody want to take some online lessons from me? Uh, hit me up. And uh, man, I couldn't believe how many people reached out and were like, yeah, and and booked them and all that kind of thing. And then, uh, so I've been averaging several of those every single day, uh, several online lessons. So that's been cool. Um, I've got a bunch of friends locally. Uh, we're like a musical just we have so many places to play down here in Beaumont there used to be even more but there's so many places to play and then all my buddies locally are helping me they're like hey man uh come play with me over here you know I'll throw you some money go play over here uh or they'll book me at doing some shows or whatever it's it's, it's been awesome everybody's like helping me for a change uh and it's just dude I'm so grateful uh and on top of that I'm so I'm playing every day uh doing my online lessons every day I just recently started um, I'm going to be producing and playing guitar on an album for a local, nice. uh, incredible, incredible singer. So I'm kind of scared and nervous cause I've never really done that. I've always just, you know, like Granger calls me, he's like, Hey Todd, will you come put guitar on this song? And I'm like, sure, Granger, whatever you want. And, uh, and that's it. That's the end of it. Uh, but this time I actually have, you know, ideas and thoughts and, um, kind of overseeing what this final project is going to be yeah. and kind of putting together the musicians and working out parts. And dude, I'm, I'm scared, but I think it's going to be cool. Well, you definitely got the head for it and the, the brain for it. I mean, it's, I, I can walk you up on y'all's bus at any point in time. And there are sets Todd with either a guitar, a banjo, a mandolin yes. or whatever. And he's just playing something always. and it always catches me. And I stop and I go, what is that? And like, oh, I don't know. And it sounds like this mm. masterpiece from God, but it's just Todd plucking around on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it was a masterpiece from God. No, no not that I've done. Always me. It's so cool. All. Always. No, it was a masterpiece from God, yeah. Todd. Is, is this what? Wow. This, this you should have recorded. So I guess you picked up uh, drinking too on this thing, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm actually. I, have I not, guess you're just drinking more and just you're reminiscing. <laughs> I have been, and I know everybody kind of, are you just romanticizing about how good it was? Cause it really wasn't that good. Yeah. was it? <laughs> it's always great. You know, the drinking thing is a funny, funny deal. I've been now 12 days without a drink and I'm not saying this has turned into oh, a problem God. or anything, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like while we were on the road, when we were on the road, I would have uh, like a ritual. Right, I would have like a shot before the show, and then I would have a shot after the show, mm-hmm. and then I would have one before I went to bed, and that was pretty much the normal for me. Might throw in a beer every now and then, but I'm very regimented in what I do. And and Todd can attest, like when I when I drink something, sorry, our dogs are going crazy. Anytime I start talking about drinking, oh, the dogs, <laughs> the dogs cannot stand it. Shut up, Rocky. I want my beer too, Daddy. <laughs> I can say yeah. shut up if I'm talking to the dogs. It's yes. the kids that I can't nope. say shut Rain up to. Rain can hear you. Okay. Anyway. I uh, I put my dog outside for that exact reason. I thought he would be, sit here and be too loud, so I put him outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we good. have to put Rain outside because she'll be like, They get louder. The we put them outside. And, I mean, the, these are big dogs. They're large dogs. They will break the damn door down. Huh. But anyway, so so that was like my thing on the road. That was my drinking, Right. I would mix in a beer every now and then, but that was pretty much it. 
And I never drink at home. Like I get home, it's like a different person. You know, I'm with the wife, I'm with the kids and everything. I don't drink. But post-COVID, it's like I'm so screwed up where I'm used to having drinks on the road. Now I'm bringing that into the house. And But I don't have a good mm-hmm. routine now. I've just found that there's things I like doing, like I like sitting up at night and playing video games and having a few drinks. But it it can turn into mm-hmm. a thing easily where you're doing it every night. So I got to a, a point about two weeks ago, I'm like, gosh, I never drink at home, yet I'm always drinking at home now. And so I decided to put mm-hmm. it on hold, and I, I don't have this, it's not a New Year's resolution where... I'm gonna. I'm giving up drinking for good. No, it tastes too good, and I have too much fun when I'm, <laughs> when I'm around friends. But <laughs> Wait, are we not friends? what is that like for you? And I'm not specifically talking about drinking, but just going from road mode to being home all the time. Oh, dude, it's a huge, huge change. Exactly what you're talking about. Uh, for so long, you know, when we're on the road, we have a schedule every day, and and you you either end up doing the same thing every day. Um, and so to break that monotony, maybe you drink more, maybe you do this, you know, maybe you get into this hobby or maybe you try to figure out new ways to annoy Johnny Wazinski. Um, <laughs> you know, you just, you, you, you come up with things to keep your mind occupied. But then when you come home, yeah. um, we don't have that set schedule. Like I'm looking for dinner at six o'clock every day and it's just not there. Yeah. No catering. Um, yeah. You need me yeah. there with you. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's been great. Sorry, man. honey. Uh, I, I got a roommate. <laughs> seriously. You know what I feel the worst about is uh, when we're on the road, I was actually more physical than I am at home. And like just as right. something as simple as walking a whole lot. So if something was only like a mile away, a couple miles or whatever, and it was a decent day outside, I would just walk to it. Um and then besides all, you're just kind of running back and forth around the venue or running to do whatever we do. When I come home, I can't walk around China, Texas. Like all we yeah. have is swamps and mosquitoes and uh, I live next to a highway. So I'll have like 18 wheelers trying to run me over. You know, it's just, it's no, it's that nowhere to walk. Um, nice. So I feel like I'm gaining some quarantine pounds because I'm not as active. Yeah. And, uh. But the cool thing is, man, I felt like I'm playing way more guitar and I'm doing much more music and I'm getting more creative and I'm learning how to do this uh, technology thing better with the whole computers, recording, um, video stuff. It's things that I've been trying to do for the uh, started like last November. I started trying to learn more like the programs, like what Paul uses with us doing the video stuff. And it's like learning a whole new language that, dude, I'm just I'm pretty ignorant. I just kind of know how to play guitar and that's about it. So this year yeah. I've been learning, uh, I'm recording every single day. I'm recording hours and hours every single day for either other people or for myself. Um, I'm recording backing tracks from my, uh, uh, lessons for my students doing the guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'm just getting faster and faster with it and I understand it more. Um, and I just feel more creative actually, instead of the monotonous lifestyle that we sometimes get being on the road, you know, being on the road is cool and all. But the downside is that monotony of every single day is pretty much the same thing. You know, that's why I think it's, it's hard sometimes for us to stop for a second and realize like what that amazing place was, you know, that we're at right there with some of those amazing people that were around or 
things that we're doing, we might be doing something really cool that somebody else on the outside looking in is going, dude, that must have been incredible. And did you do this? And did you see this? And we're like, no, man, I just woke up like around you know noon. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing today and I'm going to sound check at five. And then we're going to do a show at yeah. 10 and then tear it down and then start back and you know do it all again the next day. So I'm enjoying this time at home and I'm enjoying. Yeah. I mean, you're a dad too. You know, you're a dad well, too, that's what, so, you know, that's, yeah, a, that's what I was about to say is uh, this whole year and this whole time at home, I've got to spend more time with Lyric and he's got to spend more time with me. Um, uh, we've learned each other so much more and, and got such a strong connection now that I know this year has been tough on everybody. It's been tough on me, tough on you, tough on every single person around the world. This might be one of my best years of my life, uh, for if nothing else, that uh, me and Lyric have got to know each other better and uh, connect with each other more. And, uh, dude, I wouldn't trade that for, for anything. I'll eat spam every day and give guitar lessons and do whatever I have to do to, you know, to keep that up. And I'm just, you know, I miss touring and I miss playing and being around you guys. But, um, dude, just the time I've got to be with him, it's amazing. And every day, like, he sees me here working on guitar. So, uh he's got all of his guitars back here he'll start working you know he starts getting his guitar and he's like dad i need to work on this i'm like cool do what do what you got to do you know yeah awesome. well so his birthday is on the first he shares a birthday with my mama and his daddy and granger's grandma yeah what is mm-hmm. he asking for for his birthday well like what is uh, he into First of all, he racked up so hard during Christmas. He got a freaking go-kart. He got so many toys and presents and everything. Right. Um, he was telling me as we're unwrapping presents and stuff Christmas Day, he's not even finished unwrapping them. And he's like, man, I think Santa Claus brought me too many gifts because I'm getting tired of unwrapping all these. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a nice. I know he doesn't realize it, but for me, I mean, that's a nice problem to have. It's honest. You know? Yeah. And, um. So, but then I started thinking about it after he said that. I was like, oh, crap. His birthday is coming up in like a month away, mm-hmm. February 1st, his birthday. It's like, yeah. what, is, what it are we getting then? Back. He's right. He's got everything. Some of those so. away. I know, well, uh, I did that for January the last couple 30th. of years. This year I did not. I just let him just go hog wild, you know? Uh, yeah. But usually we do that because that birthday is so close to Christmas. You got to have something you know something different right. for him but uh this year we just went nuts and of course not just me my whole family and you know all of his family you know how the kids are the kids always get spoiled by the grandparents so yeah that's really cool though well that's neat i'm glad you'll be home for his birthday it, it's yes, so good it's to hear exciting. you kind of prioritize the, the the silver lining of of what this year means or what this past year means and what it looks like probably a majority of 2021 is going to mean, you know, I think we, it's so easy. It's the common thing to look at this and say, Oh, it sucks. There's no tours to be had. There's no shows. It sucks financially. It sucks. And all these things suck and everything. But I think a majority of majority of us, um, God willing that we all live through this are going to look back with the, the same kind of outlook that you have and say, yeah, while it sucked, we missed a whole year of work or whatever. Man, I got to do this. I got to spend more time with my kids. 
I got to read mm-hmm. more. I got to become more involved in the technical aspect of video recording and, and giving lessons and everything. So I guess it just depends on the person and it depends on what you choose to do with it, you know? And, uh, man, it's so, it's so good to, to hear and see that you've, you've carved out some, uh, some niches and some different things to, for one, to keep you occupied, but two, to, to grow, you know, to become a better Mm -hmm. person, a better father, a better guitar player. And, um, well, I'll tell you too, like, you know, at the beginning of this back in, what was that in, uh, March or whatever, when we first came home, you know, um, I, I put, I put something on Instagram, like, uh, at first, you know, we thought maybe it was just a few weeks that we'd be out, you know, maybe a month or two, you know, everybody did. Uh, we didn't know the, that it would last over a year and probably two years. We don't know. Yeah. But I asked a question then, you know, what are you going to do with your time? I put some kind of post on Instagram. I was like, what are you going to do with your time? I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, you know, um, and I did a lot of those things. If I had a list of 10, I did at least eight or nine of them, you know, mm-hmm. um, but then once I got through with those, I was like, well, now what do I do? You know, and uh, as, as happy as I am right now, and like I say, I am, I'm, I'm happy right now. I'm doing great and I'm getting to play guitar every day and I'm going to be still very involved in music. I'm not having to go out there and paint a fence or sell a car or do whatever. I'm like, I'm doing what I've always done, which is play music. Mm-hmm. And um, but I went through that like a depression thing, I think, for the first couple of months. You know, I didn't see it yeah. coming. I had no idea. And I've talked to other people since then. They're like, yeah, man, we got depressed. And, um, you know, I had all these ambitious ideas and either I did them or I didn't even get myself up out of the bed that day to do them or whatever. You know, I was like, yeah, I had about a month or two where I was just like, man, this sucks, dude. This sucks. Mm -hmm. Like I've done all the chores around the house I can do. I wasn't feeling creative in that first month or two. Um, but that only lasted for a little bit. And now, dude, I'm just like, every day I'm waking up and I feel great. I'm, you know, I feel creative. I'm able to sit down every single day and record and write. And, um, you know, I'm just, I refuse to sit there and let this thing control my life, which, you know, I guess at some point it's, it's, it's going to, it controls all of our lives, but it's not going to control my attitude, you know? Yeah. I love the saying, make your mess, your message. And I think that's can very much be applied to this. You know, this world mm-hmm. feels very messy, but we can make something positive out of it. Whether it's we're oh, taking man. care of each I, other, I, we're meeting our neighbors, we're for sure. know, helping those that are without, things like that. Uh, and just like that, I've been able to do that. I've been able to do like at the very first couple months, like around April or something, April and May, I did some live stream things for local musicians. Uh, the ones who that's all they did was play music locally. They didn't have a job. They didn't have like, uh, unemployment or all those kind of things, things that, you know, we had, um, I was able to raise money for them. And at least there was enough for each person to go buy groceries for that week that might last them for a couple of weeks. Uh, I just did that the other day where we did a, uh, I just did like 30, 40 minutes of a live show, all the tip money that we got, I I split it up between the guys and the band. Um, And I can't believe like how many people reached out and like threw some money in. And it's like, it just, it made my heart feel so good. I was like, you're freaking kidding me. Even if it was five bucks or Mm -hmm. some people put in 50 bucks or a hundred bucks. I was like, I don't think they realize that's so cool of them to do. I don't think they realize how much that means maybe for somebody that, 
you know, they don't have that money coming in. Um, right. You know. Because there's a so lot. Th- we see a lot of hate. I think the news keeps putting that out there. But there is so much kindness out there. Like you're saying, like people giving yeah. five bucks here and there. But it's making a huge difference in someone else's life. So that's amazing that you're doing yeah. that. I love that. I refuse, is this a virtual uh, I refuse thing you're to doing? watch the news this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, like virtual I did it just live on like Instagram the other day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, PayPal and Venmo and Zelle and Cash App and all those different deals. Um, but I put it up on Instagram and on Facebook and I was surprised, like I say, just how many people have been reaching out and putting some money in. I was like, man, this is amazing. I was able to send these guys, um, a lot of money that, you know, they could sit there and buy groceries for the week. So, uh, dude, that's made me, that's That's made me feel amazing. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a great way to connect to, go ahead. It's a great way also, I think too. We are so delighted. Like the view. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great way also for us to, and I say us, not me necessarily, but for you all as musicians to kind of rekindle those connections with like the Yee Nation fan bases across the country. You know, there's a, a lot mm-hmm. of folks out there, and I know Granger makes the music and, and writes some of the songs. I write the best songs, as you know. But mm-hmm. it's a great way for you guys to still kind of connect with those people that, you know, we don't get to do concerts for now and everything. So I'm, I'm glad that you're, you're able to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been great, man. I've got, uh, I've got students all the way from Ohio to Texas to Pittsburgh, to Illinois, to wherever, you know, they're kind of all over the place. Um, yeah. Uh, the majority of them are like fans that have been following us for a while. Maybe they play guitar. And a lot of them are, are yeah. just people that have found me. Somebody shared my post and was like, oh, I just bought my kid a guitar or I got yeah. my husband a guitar or, you know, uh, or they've been already been playing guitar for a little while and they're just stuck. They don't know where to go from here, you know, so I'm just kind of yeah. helping them along. It's, it's been working out great, man. So for a person that wants to start doing these lessons, what's the what's the best way to contact you through your email, uh, Instagram? Hit- yeah, yeah, no, hit me up on my email. You'll need that anyways to get me on all these Skypes and all that kind of stuff. Todd Howard 18 yeah. at Gmail. Um, but you you are not 18. And of course, you can check old. out all my... <laughs> no, I was probably you 18 when I set that older. up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shush, Alice. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Todd Howard 18 at Gmail. Of course, you can follow all my uh, socials and stuff, and I've got all that information on there. Um but yeah, hit me up, man. Let's do some learning. Wait, do you only do guitar or do you... Because I have a fiddle that Chris bought me for Christmas one year and I never played it. I thought I was going to be like Marty Seidel and the Dixie Chicks and it never mm-hmm. happened. Do you do fiddle lessons? Uh, yeah. What you should probably just do with the fiddle is if you need firewood one day. <laughs> that might... <laughs> But it looks really cool. <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. Uh, no, I have a, uh, other people ask me, do I want to do something like that? Because I do play mandolin, uh, right. some kind of banjo and six string banjo and bass and all those different things. Mm-hmm. I'm just not the guy for that. I would rather teach somebody guitar. And if they want to mm-hmm. learn some of those other cool instruments, send them to somebody that can really teach them. Um, I do sure. what I call the bar room example of playing those guitars or those instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, find a really good fiddle player and they can 
they can teach you a lot better and teach you better things than I could. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Todd Howard, 18 at gmail.com. Um, for those of you that have been to a Granger show before and have heard Todd, I don't need to explain uh, how badass he is. We used to have a portion of the show <sighs> that was nothing but a a montage of Todd Howard solos. And mm-hmm. it was covering like every genre of music for like the last th- 30 years. I think Nirvana was in there somewhere. Yep. Inner Sandman, Metallica was on there. It was all these famous guitar riffs and we had them all in- encompassed into like five minutes. It was a really, really cool part of the show. I actually, I missed that. I wish we still had something like that in there. But wait, I have a question for Todd. One more before I let you go. Because when yeah, yeah. I first met you and we first moved to Round Rock, you were like, I think I'll get a mohawk. And I was like, hell yeah. And then you got a mohawk. And then you would like get like a mullet looking thing. And then it kind of, then you got the ZZ Top beard. What is your favorite hair you've had? Oh. Uh, my favorite hair that I've had. Uh, I don't know. Because I don't really, those kind of things, I just don't have a favorite for it. I think that's why I'm always switching it so much. Like sometime I'll have a mohawk. One time, I'll, like right now, I'm kind of letting the top grow out and just keeping everything all short. And it's like, I don't know. At the beginning of COVID, one of my goals was I wasn't going to cut my hair until all this was over with. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to shave Great. until all this was over with, which I already started on the shaving thing last year. So I'm well within like a year, year and a half of growing the beard. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. after about three months of not getting my hair cut, I started going insane between all this fuzzy mm-hmm. garbage on my face and all that hair that started coming down off my ears and my eyes, I would wake up in the morning and I felt like I was being choked by hair. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, I'm done. So the very first day that they opened up all the salons or haircut places, barbers, things like that, dude, I was mm-hmm. one of the first yeah. ones in line. I was like, please trim all this garbage off the top of my head. Uh, so nice. I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite. I think I just get bored. And, uh, but you take I'm risks. like, hey, I'll grow my hair like off that. or I'll do a mohawk or... I'll have a beard. Yeah. I love it. I've always liked that. You the, always had cool style. The beard's looking really, Aww. really good. But I remember the when Allison first met you, um, she saw you, you were like walking up to our car or something. And you With had- my handlebar mustache. Yeah, handlebar mustache <laughs> and kind of a mullet going on. And she said, is that Aaron Tippin? Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, wow. I love Aaron Tippin. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I'll never in? forget that. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The oh. beard the beard's rocking. I loved the red mohawk. I um, loved your mohawk. It would be cool if you could inter intertwine the two. If you had the red mohawk and the beard, that would be pretty mm-hmm. Take a risk. What the hell? It's twenty twenty one. Go for what it. Do you have I thought to about lose? that. Maybe Yeah, maybe I'll do just the opposite. Like I'll do a mohawk on the top. But then shave my beard mm-hmm. just the opposite. So like a negative, what do you call that? Mohawk. Negative art. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. So you have the missing, the negative mm. right here, and then you have the mohawk. On yeah. The top. That's a good mm-hmm. idea. Man, you might start a trend. Look at you. <laughs> Trendsetter. Uh, well, brother, thank you for joining us, man. I really appreciate it. I, uh, just like the other guys, I think about you a lot and I, I, it looks like you're doing well. and cries out for you in a sleep. I do. Oh, God, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm when glad things I'm not go the wrong, only one. Damn it, Todd. Yeah. We miss yeah, you. For sure. That's actually more but, uh, accurate right there. Damn it, Todd. Mm-hmm. What's that? Mm-hmm. Damn it, Todd. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
damn it, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I miss you, glad uh, miss you guys, and I'm really glad you're doing all this stuff, man. I'll uh, be keeping in touch with you and are keeping uh, watching all your podcasts, and I like watching your videos. They make me laugh out loud. So Good. I love it. Crazy. Allison, does you annoy the hell out of me with those birthday. or what? Um, no, I love it because it, he's so creative, and if he's not doing something to like get that out of his head, then he's like. Humping like dry humping me <laughs> yes and it's like dude <laughs> i've got to do a kindergarten zoom like you gotta get off that's gross um exactly. so yeah so, oh chris lee good grief <laughs> so yeah no i love seeing him work so i, I think it's great yeah that's so, so awesome did i see one the other day that uh rain was like um telling you how to work out or something or which one was that yes yeah Dude, yeah so natural basically uh, yeah true she story is. she she uh, hit me up. She cut me deep and said, you're losing your gains, your biceps, your triceps are getting smaller. And uh, you know how I feel about that stuff, man. It cut me to the core. So I told her I needed a personal trainer and she became my personal trainer. And now look, I'm swole again. It was on her lunch break from Zoom kindergarten, virtual kindergarten. She did a video. Really? Like, that all is in so a day. cool. Yeah. She loves doing it with Chris. She's a little natural. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, you, you got to get Lyric more involved in your in what you're doing, man. People love kids. They don't they don't love this. They don't love this face. Yeah. You know, they love the kids. Oh, I've been saying kids that this dogs. whole time. If I can capitalize off the kid in any way, count me in. Right. <laughs> Child labor all day long. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff. You want to go to college? Earn it. Hey, there's something wrong with Do something that. cute. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Be adorable, damn it. Yeah. Yes. All right, brother. Let's will go. you get back to it and... Uh, maybe I'll hit you up for lessons one of these days. Yeah. Hey, I'll do oh, it. Yeah, hit me up for lessons. Uh, you teach me how to be funny, and I'll teach you how to play guitar. How about that? <laughs> that you sounds are great. funny, Todd. Yeah. Well, y'all be good. We'll we'll uh we'll be talking to you soon. Okay. Yeah. We love you. All right. I love you guys. See you, Todd. It was great seeing you again. Talk to you later. Okay, that was Mr. Todd Howard. So good to hear from him, wasn't it? He's so cool. I mean, he's just like cool. You know, there's some people that are just super nice and they're great and that's awesome. And he is that, but he's just cool. Yes. He's, uh, and I said this with Paul, but he's universally liked by everyone. Yeah. Like we can be at the Staples Center in LA and Todd is over there having a conversation with Marshmallow. Or we could be at a truck stop in mm -hmm. Podunk, Iowa and it's 4 a.m. and Todd is over there having a conversation with a trucker. He just he goes. He, he, fits he talks in to everybody. Yes. Yeah. Wait, was would Marshmallow be wearing his helmet or his hood or hat or what is that thing? It's a marshmallow. But That's the name, Marshmallow. I know what it was. Ryder was Marshmallow for Halloween one year. But I'm asking. Okay. Anyway, I don't did that actually happen? Did he talk to him? Yeah, I, I think we all did, but we didn't realize it was him. Like he it's had not the helmet fun if you off. don't know. It's like talking to the Queen of England and not knowing you just talk to her. I don't honestly. I would feel weird about having a conversation with a grown man dressed up as a marshmallow. With a, I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's, <laughs> you've been dressed up as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and talked yeah. to people. So That's did true. that feel weird? But I didn't stand stand there and have a casual conversation. Like, it's okay. Pretend like I'm not wearing a marshmallow costume. Chris, I just realized 
our conversations are the stupidest things. We yes. are we have so, no depth to so our So let's turn it into a podcast, <laughs> shall we? Yeah. There's uh Ben Brilliant. Shapiro is doing a very, <sighs> very informative podcast on being a conservative right now. And there's lots of useful information. <laughs> there's a lots of how-to podcasts going on right now. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the Lee household, there's nonsense about wearing marshmallow costumes. And should you or should you not be conversing with others while wearing hey, said hold mushroom? Hold on. But that's much better than being all stressed out. You know, yeah. at least we're laughing. Good grief. I mean, we could all use a little laughter. That's you know, right. it's nice. And that's why we're here. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Uh, it was a, a big deal for me having Todd on. I just miss him so, so much. So good to see him. I just want to carry him around and put him in my pocket. And I want him to be our roommate. Seriously, Chris. You do... Yeah, bring Lyric and the yeah. dog and, and Mr. Dog. Yeah. Mr. Todd over. So, Todd, if you are watching the end of this video, come I think on. it'd be cool if you were our roommate. So, yeah, come on. So. We got a room. Uh, but you have to pay $4,000 a month in rent. That's the only thing. <laughs> or free guitar lessons. And a $4,000 deposit. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you guys for listening again to the On Tour with Chris Lee podcast. Thank you. This is Allison Lee. Clinton Lee. And I'm Chris Lee. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Here comes Mr. Lee. 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 Here comes Mr. Lee.